It's recording. It's recording. It sounds like an alarm. It does. A really, really soft, cute alarm. Perfect. What's up, man? What does an what, what does a bear alarm sound like? Probably a growl or go food. for it, man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Welcome back. It's good to see you, my friend. You too, man. Yeah. We are live uh, in Iceland. Welcome back. But yeah, live in Iceland. And I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina at a conference. And welcome back to Bears in a Barrel. I think this is uh, episode two. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. This is like one, two. Yeah, it's number two. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I didn't know it's a well lot of numbers, math. you know, but. <laughs> Well, you know, we're bears. We only, yeah. have to, we only have to count one, one salmon at a time. You know? That's right. I've got 18 digits left before I run out and have trouble. So we, once we get past 20, I'm screwed. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. 21 so on a good day, you know. 21 on a good day, yeah. <laughs> so we are um, following through with our commitment to just try to have regular conversations that we think are going to be helpful to other men and... Um, yeah, so today we wanted to talk a little bit about purpose and finding purpose. And that's really the one thing that kind of brought us together that we wanted to help other people with. We realized we talked in the previous uh, episode about how we realized in both of our lives that this intense lack of purpose and meaning in people's lives is leading to all sorts of offshoot things and how grateful that we are to be able to most days of the week live lives that we truly find purpose and meaning in. Um, so you kind of posed the question yesterday on online, you know, what is purpose? And so I'll ask you, like, what do you define it as? And well, I just, you, come up you know, I, I started thinking about it yesterday that very obviously the more people I talk to about purpose, the mm -hmm. more obvious it becomes that purpose is all kinds of different things for people. Yeah. Some people have a a higher sort of understanding of a universal kind of purpose, or that they that they have a certain purpose, you know, created by an entity or something, you know, about how they're supposed to live their lives. While other people sure. come from the from philosophy or stoicism or you know from possibly nowhere. Who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I had a coaching session yesterday that we're basically, we kind of started off the session, what if nothing is important? You know, because we were talking about the, you know, the universe and we are such, yeah. you know, you know, we are such tiny dots in, in reality, you know, and yeah. You know, a hundred years in the world, in the, in the in the scale of the universe, is nothing. You know, our whole lifespan is, isn't really nothing. anything. And and you know how one of the discussions we had yesterday was, you know, how how will your life measure up? You know, if you did yeah. everything correctly, perfectly, following some higher order or some different order than yours, will that measure up to something in a hundred thousand years? Yeah, you know, or or if you spent life 
or maybe not the whole you know whole life, but you know spend time figuring out your personal purpose or, or your personal identity, and you did your absolute best to grow that, to nurture yeah. that, and become as much of that as possible. Which one would have a deeper impact on life? Yeah, and. This is not about glorifying the ego, whatever the ego means to you, you know, for sure. that. It's just, you know, I like the idea of the ego that we can't live with it and we can't live without it. We sort of, that's our only only channel to communicate, you know, with any, yeah. anything. Yeah. While the ego also has this need to sort of make it in itself important and, you know, more important and everything, you know, but that's another discussion, I guess. Hey, that yeah. might be podcast three. Number three. <laughs> Number three. You know, but so purpose for people is is different. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we start off with this idea that we want to help men find purpose and redesign yeah. their lives. You know. Yeah. Or find purpose by redesigning their lives, which is you know another another of those taglines. And so, if that's our base. Purpose yeah. must be kind of important, <laughs> but since pur purpose is that personal and different from you know one man to another, figuring out what is your purpose, you know, becomes the task kind of at the beginning, yeah. and, and uh, to be able to sort of simplify that in a in a sense or sort of you know, bring it here so we can all focus on a similar thing and start off from a similar similar foot. You know, the identity or the, the, the idea of purpose that I really like is simply figuring out who I am, who I want to be, what my real needs are, where I want to go in life, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, and and make it my purpose to be to grow in that identity, to grow in that role, become the absolute best at that that I can possibly be. Yeah. And in my experience doing that, I instantly feel purpose in life. I feel fulfillment. I feel happy. Yeah. This feeling that I know all too well of sort of emptiness and everything is kind of gray and dull disappears mm -hmm. and everything's, you know, <laughs> the colors of everything become a little bit stronger and the connection yeah. with the people around me becomes stronger. And, and I have a much stronger impact yeah. on the life I'm living and, and lives around me. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> what do you, what do you think? Uh, you have a, uh, no, I'm, I'm just, taking in everything that you're saying, I, I really like this balancing act of like realizing that in the grand scheme of things, no matter what we do or what we choose in the big picture of the universe is so insignificant. <laughs> and so from that aspect, it really just takes a little bit of the pressure away. You know, like we, we regularly, share and recovery fellowships about not taking ourselves so serious seriously rule 62 you know and it's like just even thinking about that like in 150,000 years what's going to matter like we barely remember anybody from a couple hundred <laughs> years ago nonetheless 
like nothing that I could ever possibly do so good or so wrong will be remembered in that amount of time. So that takes a little bit of the weight away. You know, with with all the information we have, we still can't agree on what happened in the world a thousand years ago or two thousand <laughs> yeah, <we can>. years <laughs> ago, let alone one hundred and fifty thousand years ago. It's yeah, just insane, exactly, you know? absolutely. And so, and that's not to minimize that what we do for purpose, but it's to take a little bit of that pressure away. That like, that purpose for every person needs to be this big extravagant. I must cure cancer. I must fix or resolve a world issue or and so there's also this piece though of like what do you want to do with this life you only get one of them what is it that you've been uniquely gifted with through your genetics and experience and the place in time that you were born and what impact do you want to have on that you know, even though it's insignificant, how good does it feel to serve or to have a positive impact in the lives of others, knowing that, sure, in 150,000 years from now, it doesn't matter. But you and I both know how beautiful of an impact that is to see the light turn on for somebody else, to see someone else's life improve in some way. And so, or to wake up knowing that what you're doing is meaningful to you, to your family, to the people around you, that it's worthwhile, um, is, an is an incredible driving force. And it makes this particular moment really fucking enjoyable. And mm -hmm. so I love that balance of it means nothing and it means everything all at the same time. And so... But I, I do talk with a lot of men in, in counseling and it's like, it's this idea that it has to be this big extravagant thing. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Like I, I, I even have this image in my head of like, you know, when I, when I die, my higher power is going to come to me and just be like, did you have fun? Like I gave you this opportunity of one in however many trillion chances to be born at this time in this place with these people to interact in this way. Not did you go party and have a blast, but like, did you enjoy yourself? Did you see how beautiful it was? Did you enjoy your time with other people? And so to me, that's what purpose is. You know, uh, earlier we had, you had alluded to some of the things, some of the feedback that you got from some of the people that we know online. And one consistent th theme was like passion and desire mm -hmm. and yeah what is that thing that inspires or, or gives you breath and so um i don't know where i'm going with all that but i'm literally sitting in myrtle beach in a hotel room and i'm looking out the glass i wish i could turn the camera around but i'm looking out the glass and watching the ocean and watching a bunch of people riding horses on the beach and uh you know, just very grateful for this moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a good podcast, yeah. but I'm having a really good fucking time right now. <laughs> well, I think it's more for us about having fun than conquering the world in the yeah. quality of podcasts. You know, fuck that. But 
for me, one does not, you know, exclude the other. Yeah. And and I'm you know I I relate to what you were talking about. I, you know, if there is a a higher power, if there is a God according to anybody's understanding, or if there's a plan of some sort, I'm pretty fucking sure that when I'm not aligned to that plan, I'm miserable or unhappy. So whether it's the the grand plan of the universe or the per, you know, whether that's the purpose or not, either way, my, my task, my job is to figure out what it is and become the best at that as I, you know, as, as good as that as I possibly can. And, in my case, for example, and for all of you out there that absolutely don't have a clue about what that might be, yeah. I'm 52. I still, you know, don't really know, you know, where I'm gonna do when I grow up. <laughs> but I decided a while ago to simply make that my purpose to figure yeah. out what that is and just yeah. enjoy the, you know, the fuck out of the ride. You know, just have the best possible time. Yeah. You know, I'm not hungry. My my family is well taken care of. We have a nice place to live. We have the cars. You know, we are we are all well fed, as I said. And yeah. So why not just have fun? Yeah. You know, drop the load, drop the shaming, drop the guilty bullshit. You know, because all of those are conditions given to us from somebody else's opinion. Yeah. As long as my seeking me seeking my purpose doesn't hurt you or other people yeah you know feel free to go whatever you want with that you know yeah the shame the guilt all the different kinds of conditioning that we're carrying with us i for me that's definitely a big part of my my purpose is to just find those and shed them you know yeah tear them down figure out who is behind that wall you know who is behind that layer if i throw that away then then who am i you know yeah hmm. i dig it and then obviously you know there has to be bad jokes and mountain goats you know <laughs> whatever that takes you man. <laughs> look if if the universe didn't intend on it he wouldn't have made it so damn funny you know like <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I feel like in those moments that I can latch onto that idea, life gets so much more easy and enjoyable to just realize like, and it, it, you brought up an important point. My purpose should never negative. And I believe this, I, my purpose should never negatively impact the life of anybody else, you know, um, mm-hmm. in, intentionally, I can't control. Yeah, not not in a harmful things. way, not in a harmful way. Of course, my intention can often affect somebody's life negatively in the sense that I might choose not to hang out with them or, you know, yeah. any which way. But, you know, but nothing of real pain or real harm, you know. Yeah. But, man, when I do that, and I, you know, and it's something that we that we think about <clears throat> often at being in recovery. So I'm at a conference, a young people's conference right now. And it's the first place that I met my wife, same hotel. It's been renovated. It looks nothing the same, but you know, 
Just like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Facts. Facts. Man, same you've old, been renovated. <laughs> same old shitty hotel, just been renovated. Yeah, um, but it's been it's been really powerful to be here this weekend and realize how grateful I am for the life that I get to live today, and. Being a person in long-term recovery, we get to experience that gratitude a lot because like, I regularly face the fact where it's like, I probably shouldn't have this day. Like, I've lived a life in which I'm on borrowed time already where I'm lucky to be able to get another day after all the things that I've done, experienced, used, drank, whatever. And so I'm tremendously grateful for the opportunity to just experience another one of these things, another 24 hour where I watched a beautiful sunrise and got to connect with some meaningful people. And so I really like this idea of purpose being, what are you doing to be fully present and make use of every opportunity that you've been, that's been placed in front of you to serve others, to serve your family, your children, whatever the, the people are that are in your ability to serve and edify their lives. And can you enjoy the process? Is it, is it enjoyable? Is it, is it fun? You know, I see so many people that are striving for purpose in something that they don't fucking enjoy. Mm -hmm. But because they think it'll create some sort of meaning. And it's like, I don't, I don't think everything just has to be fun all the time. But at the same time, like, what am I doing if I'm not working towards something that I can be in the present moment and enjoy the mundane? But, you know, we, like we've discussed so many times between the two of us, you know, that yeah it's it's really important to figure out what you want yes because we are so often driven by somebody else's ideas of what we should be you know yeah. we grow up and people you know throughout lives have have told us something you know i think you're so much of this or i think you're so much of this i think you know you should. sometimes they didn't mean anything by it but 25 years later you're still carrying that idea that i you know i'm i think i'm a lot of you know yeah Aunt jane he said i was a truck driver you know it's <sighs> like, and so to really figure out who you are you have to start identifying is whatever I'm doing, really what I want? Or is it somebody yeah. else's idea of what I should be doing? And if so, fuck it, you know, figure out <laughs> what, exactly. what you align with, you know, just, and I, I absolutely agree that if it isn't fun, you're probably off the track, you know, you're, you're probably, probably off, off the track, off, off the path, you know, it's just, yeah. And you know, it's not, all, it's not fun all the time. But if it just feels like you're carrying the cross, you know, just Use it for firewood. Have a nice yeah. fire, you know, sit down, <laughs> just figure out, you know, whatever. <laughs> Why don't you Why drag nice this fire? thing with you? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, you hit the nail on the head. So few people 
are able, and, and, and men especially, I think, well, women too, but I work with a lot of men, and they're not able to answer that question of what do I want? We get so wrapped up into this is what I do for work. This is what I do for my family. This is what I do for my kids. Everything feels like a sacrifice for others. And then you say, well, what do you do for yourself? Oh, well, you know, I watch football and drink with the guys on the weekends. Yeah. That's, that's not a purpose. And, and to change that is so simple. Yeah. You can simply start by asking every single time you decide to do something. Just ask yourself, is this something that I really want to do? Yeah. Or is that is this something that somebody else wants me to do? You know, even, yeah. even simple things. Me and my wife, we, we talked about this years ago. We Both of us would commonly say, we have to go to the store. <laughs> and there's, there's this, you know, there's this interesting energy that comes with that statement. I have to, yeah. you know, it's like, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have to go to the store. Why do you want to go to the store? Because I'd like to buy this. Oh, so you'd like to go to the store. Yeah. That's a completely different energy. Yeah. So instead of going there because you have to and it's so difficult and you're sort of, you know, dragging that bloody cross with you through the grocery yeah. store, just go to the store if you like to, you know. I'd, I'd like to go it's buy a, a Toblerone. Yeah, well, uh, there you go, <laughs> Mr. Toblerone. You know, but it's just a simple change of perception you know yeah changes is it something that you're doing because you have to or is it because you chose to yeah and you if you chose to. to you get to yeah. have fun with it you know yeah and you'll Such start an, seeing and, you know change. and this is not supposed to sound judgmental in any way but you'll start seeing when you start living that way all the people around us they are doing all this stuff because they have to. Yeah. They are, you know, there's more stress, there's less enjoyment, there's less smiling, engaging with other people. We're kind of just rushing through life, you know. And while doing that, I'm missing life. Yeah. I'm not consciously, you know, with any kind of awareness, part of life. I'm just, yeah. you know, check, checking, checking tasks checking off boxes. a list. That I don't even know how how got to the list, you know. I just who put them there? I don't know. It just we have to do it. We have <laughs> we to do have it. To. You know? <laughs> who it, put them there? Know? I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this list seems to just be ongoing, you know, forever. Yeah. So simply start asking: Is this something that I'd really like to do, and why? Yeah. You know, I I love to go to. I absolutely love coming home with stuff for the family to eat. Yeah. It seems to fulfill a primal need in me to, you know, to be the, you know, the bringer of food, whatever that yeah, is, you know, just whatever that is. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure my wife actually feels the exact same way. You know, she loves yeah. coming home and feeding the family and just. So instead of having to, do you Get want to? to? Or yeah. And if you don't, fuck it. Yeah. You know, you're the ruler yeah. of your life. You're in charge. It's your fucking responsibility to figure out yeah. what do you want to do. Yeah. Another thing is guilt towards other people. Mm. We often feel obligated towards other people. Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of times it's people that have no real insignificance in your life. Yeah. Why are you choosing to live in a place that sucks because you're so afraid of letting somebody down there? And yeah. instead, you're miserable at home all the time. So the people that need you the most and love you the most, they get yeah. a miserable version of you because you hate work. Yeah. And you're you know, unwilling you to leave. Put, you can put anything into that context, basically. It's just... Absolutely. Choose consciously and do the stuff you enjoy. Yeah. Well, and <clears throat> I tell this to clients all the time, that thing of asking yourself these questions and focusing on what we'll wrap up into this word called self-care is actually the least selfish thing that you can do. It should never be done at the explicit expense of another person, but we oftentimes do things out of a false obligation to other people that they haven't even placed on us. We placed it on ourselves. And then we do things that we don't want to do. And they get the, the people around us will end up getting the worst version of us because we're resentful and upset and we haven't taken care of ourselves. And it's like Matt always says, like, nobody's coming to save you. <laughs> Either we take care of ourselves or nobody will. And so the best way to care for the people around us and to show up the best for those and to serve those around us is to fulfill our, our own needs. And so to me, asking that question of, do I really want to do this or not is the least selfish thing we can do. I used to have a friend and I, well, not used to, he's still my friend and we're, we're going to Sedona in a few months, but I always admired him because Whenever we would make plans, we'd say, <clears throat> let's go do this thing on Friday night. And his first response was always, I'm not going to be able to make that. Mm -hmm. Because he knew at the end of a long week, he was probably going to be tired. And it probably wasn't going to be something that he wanted to do. <laughs> and so yeah. he would just own it and say, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do it out of feeling obligated because other people are going to do something. But an amazing thing would happen. I'd always sit there and be like, damn it. I don't want to do this thing either. And Adam doesn't have to do it because he just said, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so Why doesn't he have to do it? Because he said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the cool part was 50% of the time he didn't go and he took good care of himself and he had a wonderful Friday night or whatever with his family. And the other 50, sometimes he would get to the end of the week and he felt good and he would show up anyway. And everybody was pleasantly surprised that he was there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but the whole point was he did a really good job of owning up front what he felt like doing or not doing and held space for that for himself instead of just, well, if other people are doing something, I must say yes to it because we do things together, whatever that weird sense of obligation is um, that I definitely struggled with myself over the years of, but anyways, I just thought that that was really cool. And so today I try to filter things through. Do I really I've experienced that? that all the 
time in life where I felt yeah. obligated to do something and then I show up and nobody else is around because they all realized it was a <laughs> bullshit <laughs> idea or that they were tired or whatever. And I've sort of pushed everything aside because I <laughs> said yes to something, you know, that. Yeah. So, yeah, choose whatever feels yeah. right to you. Showing up as the best version of yourself mm. means that everybody else is getting the best version of you too. Yes. And whoever doesn't like that version, fuck them. <laughs> you know, it's, you know yeah. it sounds cool, cold and cruel, and, you know, but it isn't. If it's not people that align with us and we don't align with them, it's not really meant to, yeah. you know, to happen. So fuck it, you know? Yeah. Where are they going to be in 150,000 years? <laughs> <laughs> fuck Everybody's going to be like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was that friends of, friends of JP? I don't know even who JP was. What are you talking about? It doesn't like, matter. Yeah. 150,000 years? Matter. No. Yeah, so I, I, so I one one way good... to get to purpose. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. You're going right for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say that you know, one easy way to get to figure out what your purpose or needs are right now or wants are right now is simply to put it up. You know, color <laughs> color live in in strong colors, just in black and white. Yeah. If you had 15 days left to live. How would you want to spend them? Yeah. 18 hours at the office or maybe Ooh. that's the, maybe that's the answer. You know, if you love that, fantastic. Great. I've I've talked to through live I've very often asked you know, both asked and heard about conversations with seniors that are sort of going back over life. I've never ever heard anybody say I wish I spent more time at the office. <laughs> I just never. I'm so fucking sad that I didn't work more in life. You know, yeah. it's it's never the answer. Never. So if you had 15 days left to live, how would yeah. you plan them? And since you probably have more than 15 days, you still have to be probably responsible and figure out a way to make a living. You know, but yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah. Use strong colors. You know, use. Simple, you know, simple black and white kind of world yeah. to get to that point because it takes a lot of practice to shed the guilt, to shed the shame, to shed the fear of, you know, insulting somebody else. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of self worth to just get to the point where you feel good about just fuck it, you know. <laughs> But there's so much freedom in it. Yeah. And my life became phenomenally so much better Yeah. when I just started consciously choosing what I want to be doing. Yeah. Even got me across people like you. Yeah. My papa, papa bear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's a big part of me that really enjoys you calling me that. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, you need to start growing hair on your forehead. <laughs> hey, in all fairness, I probably have—I probably already shaved it some. So, oh man, yeah, same, same here. Me choosing to make decisions focused on 
just doing the things that I want to do and trying to surround myself with people that I want to be around absolutely led me to meeting you and a bunch of other guys that I love being around. And it's so funny, like you were saying, if you only had 15 days left to live, what would you do? I'd be like, I'd be right here on this call with you. You know, there's a lot of other things yeah. in my day that I wouldn't do, but I sure as hell wouldn't give this up, you know? And so I'm very, very grateful for that, that uh, more and more of my day wouldn't be changed. Mm -hmm. You know, it wouldn't be fucking changed because I'm already beginning to do those things. <clears throat> and I'll say this and then I know I need to wrap up. Um, I had a, a mentor years ago. I, I was working at a psychiatric hospital doing uh, intake assessments for people. And so I would spend an hour to an hour and a half with them, you know, getting a, a short summary of their lives. And then they would check into the hospital and I would never see them again. They'd go behind the magnetic door and I would never see them again. And it felt really unfulfilling because I would hear their story and I'd want to help them. And then I, ne I never saw anything other than that snapshot, you know, and I had this mentor uh, who was also like a stoic practitioner <clears throat> and he shared with me an exercise of like, you know, you should imagine in every conversation that you have that this is the last time you're ever going to get to speak to this person. And when I do that, when I'm in conversations or I'm doing therapy or I'm doing coaching and a switch flips where it's like my level of appreciation, gratitude, attentiveness, connection immediately goes up because if I wasn't guaranteed to ever have this conversation again, I'm going to treat it a little bit differently. And the truth is, is that we are never guaranteed. You mm -hmm. know, I'm planning on several hundred episodes, you know, but we, I'm not guaranteed number three, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And so it just, it helps us to be in that present moment. Um, but I love the 15 days. If you only had 15 days to live, would I choose to do this thing? Yeah. I, I like today that my day is full of things that I would still do anyway. And it helps mm -hmm. give me the courage to look at the things that I wouldn't be doing and say, you can fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <clears throat> and it takes practice, you know? It, Absolutely. For a lot of us, it feels kind of scary when we say, this can fuck off, you know? Yeah. We say it oh, with, yeah. you know, often with some kind of a conviction and then we sort of start pulling back right away because we feel bad about it or something, you know, but it just is choose consciously, you know? Yeah, it is scary and it does take practice. So, all right, well, there's no way we can solve purpose in 40 minutes, but I think we did a pretty good uh, job before the hotel kicks me out here. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's shooting a, a podcast with room service knocking on his door. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sir, we need to we need to clean room. Yes. Yeah, they're Get not. Up. They're, they're they're turning from room service into bouncers here real soon. So, yeah. well, brother, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for another good podcast. We'll circle back around next week, and um, you can follow us on. We now have an Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. We have Facebook page. So look up Bears in a Barrel. 
find us there. You can connect with us individually. Probably the easiest way is through Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. All right, man. Love you, love you brother. I love thank you, you all for being here. Papa Bear and Patti Iceland, check out. <laughs> Checking <See> out. <laughs>